Yeah, I see. I see. Again, I'll read this <clears throat> in, in Revelations one eight. I am the Alpha and Omega, saith the Lord God, who is. That means He's alive. And who was that He's always been. And who is to come? He said He's coming back, the Almighty. <clears throat> John was told by God to write this book of Revelations. And he said, <clears throat> the first thing you'll let people know is it's coming from me, not from a man. <clears throat> these, these are certainly some troubled times that we're living in right now. We all know that. But we will get through this with God's help. Remember that He's God, we're not. And that's important. Also, I must mention that God doesn't need us, but we need Him. And that's important in our lives as believers. And hold on to the fact that if God is for us, then who can be against us? Well, we know the devil's fighting, but he, he can't win. There, there is no truth more fundamental in all of God's Word than this truth. God is for us, not against us. So, what God starts, folks, He finishes. Now, this should inspire us when you think about it. This should give us hope uh, in the hard times. This uh, this is this should be times in which we depend on Him. We desperately need God in our lives. So hold on to the fact that if God is for us, who can be against us? What God starts, He finishes. You see, this should help us through every day when we think about it. This should give us hope. In the hard times, this should keep us going when we would rather quit. How many times have you said recently, I, I give up. I don't know what's going to happen next. The world has gone crazy. They're doing the stupidest things that I've ever seen in my life. And it's just going to go on and on until the devil uh, or until the Lord comes back. We were talking the other day. The devil used that man that put his, his, his knee on that guy's neck. And he knew it. And he had it planned. And it became an uproar. Do you see what has happened in our, in our nation today? The division that has happened. Because Satan did something that he'd been wanting to do for a long, long time. But let me say this. When life crumbles and tumbles all around us, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is still in control. And 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 and, uh, and, and tell you something: the best is yet to come. You say, "Well, wait a minute. How can it get any worse?" I'm talking about what God had planned for the believers. The best is yet to come. I am not surprised, and I mentioned this last week, that he hadn't come back. Uh, and I'm ready for him any day now. But all that God is and all that God has and all that God does, 
He does, listen, on the behalf of his people. He didn't start this virus. He didn't start these problems. They had been going on for a while. But yet he says, I want you to rely on me through it all. Can the devil stand against us? No. Now he can tempt us, but he can't stand against us. Can the world stand against us? No. You know, Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And the Bible teaches that we as believers are overcomers. Some truths that you can depend on. I'm going to tell you this morning, listen. The Bible teaches that God is faithful. And that means he does not lie. He does not change his character. He acts in time and space to ensure that his purposes are carried out. And another thing that's really good is that God is good. Amen. Isn't he good? He is good. He intend, listen, he intends to bless us beyond our expectations. I don't think anybody has the virus in here, thank God. But you know, if one person in here gets it, we're going to have to shut down again and go into quarantine. <laughs> and so be careful. Amen. Uh, but anyway, another thing that I want to mention about the truth is all of God's promises will be eventually fulfilled. He said that. So, so many promises to us that we can carry within our hearts. The Bible's filled with promises from God. Now, sometimes we have to fight to win God's promises. That's why the scripture says we must fight the good fight. It says we must put on the whole armor of God. If you study that, you'll notice that the armor of God is put on in the front. We can face battle. Well, how about the back? God's got your back. <laughs> Amen. That's what the armor of God is all about. We must be good soldiers for the Lord. And sometimes we will be opposed as Christians, as believers. Sometimes we're hated. Sometimes we're mocked. Uh, sometimes we're persecuted. And sometimes the followers of Christ will be put to death. And that's happening today. The point is that being a Christian does not exempt us from problems. But coming to Christ can solve so many problems. One of the problems that he solves when we come to him is our salvation. What a great Lord to be willing to take our place. Realizing that we are sinners. Thank the Lord for forgiveness. That's one of the great truths that we, that we, can, we can rely upon. <clears throat> Eternal life. Well, we realize we're not here very long. Eternity is facing many of us uh, in a short period of days or years. Uh, so we don't know what the future holds 
for our lives here, but we thank God know that He holds it. He holds our future when we've trusted Him. Eternity is a long, long time without God, without family, without friends, without anyone. It's isolation from everyone, torment in eternity forever. Well, people say, ah, no biggie. But it is a biggie. It's a problem with our nation today that we need the Lord Jesus Christ more than ever before. Also, it removes that feeling of guilt that we, that we carry around with us. Guilt, folks, is a sin. Get rid of guilt out of your life. God forgave you, and, and, and he said, I will forgive you forever. So, so don't feel guilty about anything. If you do, confess it. Confess your sins to God, it says. And he's faithful and just to forgive us. Now, uh, and so coming to Christ can solve a lot of problems. Uh, the provision of a brand new life. Uh, new desires and, and the power to serve God. It means a home in heaven. It means an abundant life while we live here on earth. I can look around at church members. How can I say, I don't see anybody that's really hurting, you know, or in trouble or have major problems because they put their trust in Christ. That's what's important. You see, being a follower of Christ is a wonderful life. I wouldn't go back for anything to the old way of life. It's the best way of life there is to follow Christ. But if but it doesn't mean that things are going to be easy and simple. You know, uh, or, that, or that life is, is a bed of roses. You know, in the midst of those roses, folks, there's thorns. And so we have to look at that as the way life goes. Things go good, but be careful because uh, the enemy is there attacking Wanting us to, to fall away from the Lord Jesus Christ through our faith. But we have one that holds us up. The Lord holds us up. The good news is that God intends to keep his promises to you. The Lord will complete his work in us. We can be sure that God will do whatever it takes to accomplish His will in our lives and what He wants us to do. Now I'm going to tell you something else. We can be confident of God's purposes. The Apostle Paul wrote over, over here in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 5 and 6. He says, It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter... Do so in love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. Christ will be preached until he comes back. So we can remain calm when the world is filled with turmoil. Over in the Psalms, a beautiful psalm that I found in, 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 in Psalm 46, in verse... Uh, 
Listen to these verses. God is our refuge and our strength. Amen? Amen. Well, I could stop right there, couldn't I? That's a message in itself. An ever-present help, it says, in trouble. When you have trouble, go to the Lord. He'll solve those problems. It may not be right away, but you keep praying. They'll go away because God loves you and He'll take care of it. He said He would. He'll take care of us. Therefore, He says, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake uh, uh, with their singing. But there is a river which streams Make glad the city of God. The holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She shall not fail. God will help help her break a day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms falling. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. God, listen, is the supernatural resource when our strength has come to an end. He said, be still and know that I am God. The church is always going to be here. The Bible says, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Even though many people have decided, well, it's kind of boring, it's not much fun, they have lost the whole view in their hearts of worship. We can encourage others, very simply, in these troubled times, And it says over here in Hebrews chapter 10, and I've preached on this last Sunday, uh, in verse 24 and 25, and let us consider how we may help one another, encourage one another, on toward love and good deeds, and let us not give up meeting together. God has opened the door, and we're here to worship him. And some are not in the habit of doing this. I can find a lot of other things to do on Sunday. And I I realize that I mentioned last Sunday, a lot of people have to work. A lot of people have things they have to do. Uh, But a lot of people make up excuses not for being here. Uh, And what did I mention? Well, I fished pretty hard yesterday, and I'm tired. Uh, You know, and on and on it goes. We can make excuse after excuse after excuse not to come to God's house. But let us encourage one another. You know, and I mentioned, uh, email somebody, call them, send them a note, a letter. We missed you, uh, and so on. Uh, and, 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 and it says, and all the more as you see the day approaching that we realize that we need to do what God wants to do in following uh, him as we worship him. And we can wait patiently because we know the end 
of the story. You know, I, this book, I've read it from front to back many times. And when I got to the end, we win. <laughs> Amen. We win. God doesn't have any losers. We're all winners. You know why? Because we have the Spirit of God in our hearts. You're going to be a winner when you have that. Those that lose have never trusted Christ. Never said, I want to be on the winning side. You know, we always root for our teams. We always root for, for, for whoever's doing something, to, if it's sports or whatever it might be, that they, they win. And so we like that feeling. I, that my man won. My people won. Well, I'm going to tell you something. God's people are going to win. We are not going to be defeated by Satan. We can wait because we know the end of the story. Jesus wins and the devil loses. Hallelujah. The undertaker, folks, will not have the last word. Folks, better days are coming. I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about better days for us as believers in Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said over in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, beginning in verse 14, listen. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead will also raise us with Jesus. Hey, that's coming a resurrection day. We're going to be raised up like Jesus was raised. Well, how about <clears throat> what happens to me after I die? Well, the scripture says that you leave here and you go to be with the Lord. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. That's what it says. That's what it means. We're not going to lay out there in, 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 a, in a grave. The old body will, but not, a, not us. Not our souls. We're going to be with the Lord. But then when we come back with us, that body, that we old body we had is going to come out of the grave and reunite with our new self. And we're going to be with the Lord forever in a body. Amen. Jesus didn't leave this world as a spirit or a ghost, did he? When you read the story, when he ascended into heaven, it says that he is coming back the same way he left He's not going to look any different. Now, we might. <laughs> I'm hoping a lot younger. So people say, what age are we going to be? I don't know. <laughs> but I know it's going to be perfect when we come back. Uh, then he goes on to say, uh, so we'll be raised with the Lord, and the dead shall raise uh, with Jesus and uh, present us with you in his presence and all of this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow the glory of God you know there are a lot of people getting saved through this you know that we don't hear about it but it's happening God's using this virus a lot of people coming to the Lord because they realize where, where they stand with him whether they're saved or lost whether they're being trying to be good or bad therefore we do not lose heart 
Though outwardly we are wasting away. Boy, howdy. <laughs> but inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And then it says, so listen, this is important. This is, this is what I was wanting to get to. This is something we need to remember. This first I'm fixing to read. Fix your eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is unseen is temporary, but what is what is uh, for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We can count on that. God promised it. You know, you know, we waste a lot of stuff. We waste food. We waste money. We waste time. But I want to tell you something. Nothing is wasted with the Lord. Even the parts that make no sense to us today are not going to be wasted to the Lord. Between now and then, we must march on. And we, march, we should march upward. We march with faith. We march with hope. We march with love. And with a deep confidence in God that everything is going to be all right. What did we say when we started? What God started, He finishes. He started our lives as a baby. He said, I put you in this world for a purpose and I have a plan for you. I want you to be a part of my will as you go through this old world. And then one of these days you're going to depart. I started with you. I will finish with you. And so we can count on God helping us through whatever we're going through. But we're going we're gonna to be uh, there on the other side one of these days. I don't know about you. I have a lot of family and a lot of friends over there. Probably more than I do over here now. As we grow older, that happens. But the fact is, there's going to be a day, a great reunion day, according to this book, and I had, I, I had someone, uh, I posted something about a picture of, of heaven. And, and when we, we, we get through that door and we see Jesus and we're hugging. And this person said, I sure hope that's true. I said, my goodness, where is your faith? You were raised in a church. That's going to really happen. I had a, uh, a nephew that was mentally retarded, incapable of thinking well. Pretty well lived in a wheelchair most of the time. Uh, but he was such a great blessing to people. My, my brother and his wife took care of him for 40 years before he passed away. But I saw something in on Facebook of a picture of a young youngster in a wheelchair getting up and reaching up toward heaven. He had been made perfect. One of these days, we're looking forward to the fact that 
we're going to be made perfect. Not now, but we, we can work on it, can't we? Try to do the best we can while we're here. But in the sweet by and by, God has a place for us if we just trust Him with our soul. Trust Him with our life. Trust Him with our problems. Trust Him with all those things that seem to bother us. He said, I'll take care of you. That's what we sang. God will take care of you. I promise you. If you put your trust and faith in Him, you can't go wrong. This is the greatest life that there ever will be on this earth, and that's having Christ as your Savior. Let's stand. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for the blessing that Preacher Tom has brought here for us today in your word. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we pray for uh, those in this church. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for the lost, the unconcerned. Dear Heavenly Father, 